1: Hello everyone, welcome to the Love to Live Healthy show with author and weight loss specialist Josephine Fitzpatrick. Our focus is weight loss and losing it with healthy and clean living. Join us every week to hear answers to questions from our clients all over the world who text and email thousands of weight loss questions daily. Listen and learn how Josephine answers questions to help you lose weight, eat healthy, and feel great.
0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the Love to Live Healthy show. I'm Josephine Fitzpatrick. Happy New Year to all. 2023. Wow, so exciting. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about resolutions, goals, the importance of them and the best way for you to reach them this year. So let me start by talking about the history of the resolution. I thought this was so interesting that I wanted to, you know, bring it up today. So whether or not you made your resolution, there is a history to where it was first from. New Year's resolutions, according to History.com, started from the ancient Babylonians 4,000 years ago, and although they did not celebrate the new year in January, they celebrated it in mid-March when they planted crops, and they were called pledges, not resolutions. During the Akitu festival, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, the ancient Babylonians would plant crops, crown a new king. And make promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any borrowed items and they believed that they kept their word the gods would look favorably on them for the year ahead as history continued the history of new year's resolutions continued in ancient rome and emperor julius caesar introduced the new calendar year which declared january 1st as the start of the new year this new date honored Janus, a two-faced God who symbolically looked back into the previous year and forwards into the new year. And the Romans would offer sacrifices to Janus and make promises of good behavior for the year ahead. So it's funny if you think about it. The reason I looked it up is because I was like, who is this smart person who realized everyone was going to be overeating and celebrating for two weeks And would need to make those resolutions right after, you know? So I was like, how did this come about? I should have known it had something to do with promises to the heavens. And, you know, if we make promises and do the right things, we get good in return. But the truth is, and this is really what I believe. And it doesn't matter if you believe in God or the heavens or the universe, all of the above, none of the above. Where the promise has to come from is you to yourself, If you want the results, you have to make the promise to yourself because you're the one who's going to be working for it. Those are the things you make promises for to yourself to reach your goals, to fulfill your resolutions, because this is what's important to you. That is not for anyone else, whether you believe in things or not to make for you. And when it comes to, for me, the universe, I always think. You're not going to get anything in return if you're not putting it out there. You you have to work hard. You have to do the right things. That's when you get the return from the universe. Okay, what you put out is what you get in return. And, you know, when it comes to New Year's, I feel like it's the same story over and over in regards to resolutions. We know 90% of people make resolutions to be healthier and lose weight. And after only three weeks... 80% have already stopped. You know, people make and work at them for two, three, four weeks of the year and then slowly drop back into their old habits. The resolution's forgotten. And it makes me wonder, why do we continue resolutions? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But in this case, we know two to three weeks is not doing it over and over again, right? Right. If you continued doing the right thing, you would lose the weight. the the continuing the, the continuing to do it over and over again is that you keep wanting it and you keep stopping yourself from achieving it. But let's look at the positive because you know I like to take everything on the positive side. You have to think: ninety percent make the resolutions, eighty percent fail. That's ten percent left. And when you're looking at the amount of people we're talking about as a whole, that 10% is a lot of people and that can be you if you want it to be. So don't ever look at the odds. The odds do not matter. It's the passion and the want that you are putting into your resolutions and goals. That's what's going to give you the results. I read something recently that when an Olympian is in competition, they never wanna know their odds of winning a medal. They just want to win. Why even put the odds in your head? Instead, just go out there, do your very best and win, right? It's the same with weight loss, same with goals, same with resolutions. Don't look at the odds of if you're going to achieve them. You just want to achieve them. And it makes so much sense. Like in in this case, like why would you say your odds of winning the bronze are great? So what? Does that mean you stop going for the gold? Never, never. You never stop. You know, it makes so much sense. You always wanna reach for all the stars, reach for it all. Because if you only grab one, how magical is that? So you always have to go for it all. So don't go into the resolutions looking at the odds. Instead go in knowing what you want, what you were willing to do for them and think about how important the change is for you. Because that is what resolutions are all about. It's the change resolutions offer the opportunity of change. Sometimes the only thing we need to have change in our lives is the opportunity. So New Year's provides that. You know, If you think about it, it's the ending of one thing and the beginning of the next. And for many, this can act as a really hard reset they need to make the change they want. While some can do it in the middle of the year, others need that. They need that January 1st. They feel like the whole world's doing it and they want to be a part of it. And that's great. Use it to your advantage. People are always at their best when they have a goal to reach. It's how our brains work. Having a vision for the future gives us drive, pushes us to move forward. And the traditions of resolution in the new years is the perfect opportunity to create that vision to reach our goals. It's on the calendar, right? So like I said before, why not take advantage of it? It's a new year to achieve whatever you put your mind and heart into. And listen, it didn't have to be the stroke of 12, midnight. And if you didn't start, you don't get to do it or it's over, it passed. It doesn't matter if you started the 1st or if you're starting the 15th. It's up to you when you want to start your new year. So don't fall into that negative mindset. It already passed. Nothing has passed you by. You can start whenever you want and are ready to mentally do this. I think what is so important and we have to remember is the feelings we get when we do set goals and eventually reach them. The journey is just as exciting as the destination. So whether you're just trying to eat healthier or lose weight, you have the feeling of joy, that healthier, happy feeling, seeing the scale move every week, feeling healthier, you're clothes fitting you again. When we improve ourselves mentally and physically, there is no better feeling. So when you go into this, don't only think about what your goal is in your resolution, think about how you're going to feel every week you're doing it, what you're going to see, how you're going to feel when you see the scale move, how you're going to feel in your clothes, You know. how you're going to feel at the end of this journey. These are important things to keep you on your path, to keep you fighting for that resolution and to keep you going for your goals because it's not easy, but it's doable, okay? You want to be part of that 10%. So I'm going to go over some tips that will help you keep your New Year's resolutions. Approach the New Year in a positive mindset. Talk kind to yourself. If you have a hiccup, don't beat yourself up. Instead, say something positive to yourself and remind yourself how much you want this and how important it is to you. And then move on back on your path toward your goal. Because the very first thing is you can't stop because you didn't have a perfect day. Every day is not going to be perfect. Some will, and when they are, you make sure they are amazing. But when they're not perfect, you do your best and you get right back on. Okay, so that's really important. You can't give up just because you didn't have a perfect day. You can't throw it all away. You have to just keep moving on. Every day will not be perfect. Some will be, and they will be great. Others will be more difficult, but you will do your best and you will keep going forward. I think along with being positive in your day, it's important to also have positive energy around you. Okay, this is very important. I think whoever you are spending your time with, make sure they are going to help lift you up and not take you down. Okay, you want people around you that are going to lift you up that have good energy, just like you want to be that to other people. I don't think we realize the important, the energy that people give out around us and how it affects us. You know, it affects our well-being, our thoughts, our own attitudes towards what we are doing and what we want to accomplish. So make sure the energy around you is positive. Manage your goals. A lot of emphasis is put on resolutions, so you want to make them manageable. Be specific with your resolutions. It's very important. Don't just say, I want to lose weight. Or I want to start going to the gym. That's not specific enough. You want it to be specific. I want to lose two pounds a week. I want to exercise three days a week. Okay? Whatever it is, make it specific. Because not only does this help create your goal that you can easily make and achieve, but it also gives you a great way to track your progress. So by the end of the month, if your goal is two pounds a week and exercise three days a week, by the end of the month, you'll have lost eight pounds and have gone to the gym 12 times. And that's great, okay? You're tracking your progress. So I don't care if it's one pound a week. I don't care if it's two pounds a week. Make it doable. Be specific. How many times are you going to the gym? So you know at the end of the month, that's how many times you had to reach. Very important. You have to be passionate about what you want, what your goal is. Resolutions and goals are hard. You have to make it important to you. It has to mean something to you, and you have to really have passion to achieve it. A great example of this is I will see a client try over and over again to lose weight, and I always tell them, just keep trying, don't give up, it will click. And what I mean by click is it will become so important to them that they give themselves no choice but to do it. I see it all the time. I have clients that are at their all-time lowest weights right now, and it was after they tried 50 times to do it, and I'm not exaggerating. Eventually, they just got fed up with the excuses they were giving themselves. They got fed up with the clothes not fitting them, and they became really passionate about how they wanted to look and feel. Especially when it comes to weight loss, it can't be something that you just do. It has to be something you really want to do, because we can all go through the day, the weeks, the months, eat mindful and healthier, but to lose weight, And to lose weight weekly, it has to be something you are truly passionate about feeling. When that happens, there will be no stopping you. A good way to do this is take small steps, okay? We have to remember, change doesn't happen overnight. Many people get frustrated when their resolutions don't happen at the speed that they're expecting, which can lead to giving up on them, but we don't want that. Making a plan with small, actionable steps can help a lot with this. And it makes it easier to follow through. Like I said earlier, plan for one or two pounds a week. Start by going to the gym three days a week. Don't do seven. You know, you can always work up to seven. But if you're going from doing nothing and haven't been in the gym in months or years, don't go to seven days. Instead, go to three days and work your way up to seven days. Acknowledge that you didn't gain the weight overnight, although it probably feels like you did. You didn't. So you have to give your body time to take it off. You can't starve yourself. That will only lead to binging. So instead, you take it one day at a time. You follow your plan. You remember this is your new way of life, not a short-term thing that you are trying to accomplish just so you can go back to your old habits. You are in it for the long term. So you learn to live the healthy life you want to live. Finally, what I would love for you to all do, and I really want you to try this, Put a little kiss of love out into the universe in everything you do. It will really make such a difference. You want to lose weight, do it with love in your heart. You want to be healthy, do it with love in your heart. When you're speaking to yourself or others, do it with love in your heart. Think before you speak and before you act. And remember, what you give out is what you will get in return. So act with love this year. It will make a difference in how you feel, look and even how well you reach your goals. Okay, that's all I have for you now. I want to remind you, if you like this podcast, please give it a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. I am wishing everyone a happy, healthy new year full of love, health, and an abundance of blessings. Much love to you all.
1: Thanks for listening to Love to Live Healthy with Josephine Fitzpatrick. We hope you'll pass along our web address, innovationweightloss.com, to your friends and colleagues who are looking to lose weight by eating clean and living healthy. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Join us next time for another edition of Love to Live Healthy with Josephine Fitzpatrick. The content in this podcast is not intended in any way as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding weight loss or any medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have listened to on this podcast.